0: Thank mm-hmm. you. you are currently a student at ucsb soon to graduate Mm -hmm. in a week or two two weeks
1: two weeks yeah
0: and what are you studying at ucsb
1: i'm studying chemistry
0: chemistry Mm -hmm. what is chemistry to your knowledge
1: um chemistry is like oh my goodness i guess it's the study of like Thing, okay, for me, it's like the how everything works kind of thing because you have biology. It's like what's going on, but chemistry tells you like why those things are going on. So we're studying like reactions and just everything around us, like why the water, why water why water turns into gas when it boils kind of thing and just looking at things on a microscopic level kind of thing and um yeah and energy and how energy is transferred and what everything's made out of and looking at like everything's made out of atoms looking at like in the atom the energy in the atom and like things like that pretty crazy but yeah i guess so, i never really been asked to think about the definition. Yeah, so, right? But yeah. yeah. I yeah. saw you were like, huh. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I've been studying.
0: And what are some things that you've done in chemistry at this school?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, just like the basic, you start with general chemistry, which is just very, it's general chemistry is actually like macroscopic. So it's everything you talk about, just reactions, elements, heat transfer. Uh, which is like thermochemistry, electrochemistry. And so it's very broad. And then once you get, so that's like broad first introduction to chemistry and um, vocabulary, you build a vocabulary. Um, And then same with labs in general. general chemistry, just seeing the basic concepts in real time kind of thing. And then you go into organic chemistry, which is more, so... Is specific. So once you do general, then you start moving into other parts under the umbrella and then you do organic chemistry, um, which is like reactions, bonds, you know, like ionic bonds, covalent bonds, um, different things that you can do to apply reactions. Like you can make, you can make synthetic material with chemistry through reactions. Um, same with, like you do that in the labs, um, just a bunch of, when people had a lot of time on their hands, they just would do that. Um, they would do reactions in the lab and study each part of the reaction to see what was actually happening. Cause with reactions, it's basically like movement of electrons to break and build, like break old bonds to make new bonds. Um, so. That's what people study. That's what we study. Um, and you do that in the lab. And then that's like all just lower div classes. That I mean,
0: sounded so complex to me. It, I was like, "Fucking <laughs> well, because I think,
1: these- <laughs> I think for general chemistry, um, for people just coming out of the gate, it is really, it's a lot. Cause it, we're quarter system at Santa Barbara, but it's super fast paced. And I think, that in my high school, I was able to take AP chem. So I sort of had that foundation set already. And that I think, um, made the class a little easier for me. Um, but I, I guess when you, when you're not in the class, it does sound, I guess, complicated, but it's really, it's doable. It's really doable. Like I remember in high school, organic chem was like, it was a big beast. Everyone was like, "Oh god, like, okay, i like, you're going to hate life." Like, da, da da, but when I was taking okay, I was like, this is this is this is kind of chill. Like, it was kind of fun. Like, you're smart. <laughs> maybe, but it's I was just like it's like doable. You just have to do the work. Mm-hmm. Um and then when I got to upper divs, it was like crazy cuz then it's like you're not looking at general things anymore were super microscopic, looking at super specific things. So I took like physical chemistry, which is like I don't even know, like you use physics and calculus. I remember taking the intro to physics classes and being like, oh my God, I, this is really confusing. Like I don't like physics and chemistry is basically physics. So when I got to the upper days, I was like, shit, like this is kind of crazy, but it's, it's more applied physics so it wasn't just general so it was doable and we look at things like um we did like some quantum theory which was kind of crazy i was sitting there in class like uh this is like what's that movie was it was the the quantum realm i was like shit we're talking about that right now like zero point energy and all this stuff and um electrochemistry free energy um and the physical chemistry was a lot more. I guess, mm, like, I can't think of the word. I'm, I can't think of the word. It's. It was more. Uh, hmm. I uh, more math. Like it was mm. not really applied to things. Um it was all really like theory and concepts about um what like the probability that an electron is in this certain space at this one time and how like an electron is both like um is both a wave and a particle like it can be both that's crazy like, you know how light is like yeah, an electron can be a light is like wavelength
0: same with sound. It's it's like waves. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 exactly. And how an electron can be both, or like a, like a photon too, is like both like wave and Whoa. particle, which is like, it's like what? It was mm-hmm. like crazy. Like everything was probabilistic. It wasn't even, these are just things that people, it's just theory. Like we think it's like this mm-hmm. and there's nothing that has told us it's not like this. So it was really complicated, but also really rewarding because doing it, I was like, huh, wait, wait, I kind of like, I'm smart, huh? Like, but, and then that was inorganic. Then I took biochemistry through the chem department. Any STEM majors at UCSB will know it's like, there's like biochemistry through the bio department and biochemistry through the chem department. And I took it through the chem department and it was really hard. Like it's, the hardest series i think i've taken up the at ucsb and that one's like but i liked it too cuz it was like challenging it was challenging but it was you're talking so with biochemistry so we're talking like biological processes um the reactions happening behind those biological processes like energy where does energy the energy that we use where does it come from Like we were talking about like ATP synthase, like what's happening in the mitochondria, the electron transport chain, like what's happening with photosynthesis, like the very detailed, like um, this electron is moving from this molecule to this molecule, which gives this molecule energy to turn into this molecule, like all these, like glycolysis and um, the Krebs cycle, like all these... um, processes are happening in us right now. We were talking about all the different enzymes and substrates and energy, like the heat energy that that is needed to make these things happen. And it was just like so many things moving at once because um, it's so dynamic. Like everything's happening all at the same time. And we're talking about like specific enzymes, like what, like enzymes are made out of proteins and so like what specific proteins which okay oh, okay oh i need to back up cuz it's like proteins are made out of amino acids so like what specific amino acids make up those proteins that make up the enzyme which is like the biggest um structure and what is that interact with the molecules that we take in to turn it into something else that we can use kind of thing. It's just, I don't know. It was a lot, but it was also super cool. Um, and is
0: it molecules as in like nutrition?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like what we bring in, um, I guess the easiest thing we talk is like glucose. Like Is that like sugar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like or we,
0: doesn't our body turn a lot of things into sugar?
1: Um. Well, our body turns sugar into energy. Wow. Yeah, so we take in glucose And that's uh, glycolysis. Oh my goodness, if I remember. Yeah, glycolysis. Now I'm like, oh my God, I have to like react I'm being being... tested, I'm being tested. It's a test. (laughs) No, but it's like, um, so the glucose comes in. And so we talk about like what happens to the glucose when we ingest it. And like what happens when there's too much glucose, what happens when there's not enough glucose, um, just things like that. So that's just like one aspect of, about that's just like one biochemical process we were talking about like a bunch of different biological processes like one week was glycolysis and then the next week was like i don't know like what else do we do was like um etc the electron transport chain and then it was just like one week after the other and you only
0: get 10 weeks
1: and you only get 10 weeks exactly is it like by
0: the third week it's like midterm or yes yes
1: we had oh i can't i think it was two midterms in the final, but um, yeah. And then that I just remember always being, always studying for that class. I had a friend in there that my bestie, oh my God, one of my STEM besties, um, <laughs> that really, her and I really worked hard through those classes together and succeeded. And it was really cool to do with her, but um, that's biochemistry. And then I took inorganic chemistry. Which, What's that? Um, so like organic chemistry is like things with carbon, hydrogen, oxygen. So inorganic chemistry is you're talking about things that are like like metals or like synthetics. And we talked a lot about um, like group theory which was something I'm like, like all these, cause upper, all these new things I was learning in upper div. Once I got to the upper div it was like new, new stuff that I never heard of before. So it's like group theory, which is super crazy. It's basically like geometry with molecules. So like, you know, like a water, I guess water is like an easy one. Water molecules, like H2O. So here's a hydrogen, two hydrogens and an oxygen. So like, Oh my God. I'm just thinking about it because it's so crazy when you're sitting in class and we're talking about these things. It's like we were just talking about all pretty much like in, in layman's terms. That's the term, right? Layman's and like layman's term is like how many possible ways can this molecule be placed in space and how many different ways can the molecule vibrate in each of those different points in space? And how do these movements and positions impact how this molecule interacts with other things around it and interacts with itself, like things within itself. I it was just like, oh, it was crazy. It was crazy. Um, but um, that's, that was the bulk of inorganic chem. I'm trying to think, because also in all the chem classes, you kind of touch on like the same sort of subjects Um, just in different ways. Like you'll always touch on electrochem and thermochem, just apply it in different ways. Um, So, and kinetics, like kinetics is another thing you'll touch on in a lot of chem classes, just in different ways. And um, then after inorganic chem, it was analytical chem. And analytical chem is actually really fun. Like um, it was- Yeah,
0: can you explain what is analytical chem? It's like
1: chem one, it was chem 150. It's pretty much when I was taking it, I was like, this is kind of like gen chem on steroids. Um, <laughs> Cause it's um analytical chem. So analytical, when you're being analytical about things, you're trying to, a lot of it is different methods to determine what exactly something is. So I'm trying to remember, like, if you have like a mixture, like an alloy, like a metal alloy, um, metal alloys are like made out of different types of metal, right? So like one could be, what's the most common one? Like zinc and copper in, in like one metal with maybe a bunch of different other metals. So like analytical chem is a way that you can determine how much of something is in that alloy. So um, like one lab we did in the analytical chem lab was we used brass. Um, oh, actually, I think was brasses. zinc and copper? No. Oh, I can't remember. But <laughs> we were trying to figure out how much. Um, I'll
0: search it up for you.
1: Okay, thank you. Lead, lead, it's lead. It's lead? It's lead and wait, yeah. Can you check? It's <laughs> it's lead and copper. It's lead and copper. What's brass made out of?
0: Alloy and copper. Or uh copper and zinc. You're right. Copper and zinc? Yeah. That's what it says.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Wikipedia's never wrong.
1: Right, Just right. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what it says. It says brass is a metal alloy of copper and zinc that typically has a golden yellow color, but mm-hmm. can blow.
1: Yeah. Okay. I think, yes. So you got it right the first time. Yeah, but there is lead in there oh, because okay. that's one thing we had to do is like figure out how much copper and how much lead was in the brass. But the lead I remember was not very high. Like the percentage was very low.
0: So what does that lead you up to? Like what, what's the purpose behind that? Mm, even doing that just to practice or...
1: One, yes to practice because analytical chem comes with analytical methods that you can like practical methods you can apply um, to um, like determine things like that. So practice, so you have that skill um, using like different instruments and stuff and just different techniques. And then um, these things are applied in like industry um, with, uh, cause everything is like, everything is pretty much chemistry like in my opinion no you're correct
0: we're chemistry like anything that has like (laughs) been produced right even yeah you can use like making food hot cheetos chemistry exactly see
1: he gets it he gets it when you were saying
0: earlier like oh like people make things and and like um i forget what you're saying but when you were saying it
1: Mm -hmm. i was like
0: oh it's like how people make food and like candies and all these right exactly
1: right so like in, it's applied industrially because it's like all these people are making these chemical things that we, we buy, we consume. Right. But, um, all these things have to have certain, especially like when we're talking about medicine or, um, like I guess cosmetics, like things that we use for ourselves. Um, they're, well, I don't know for sure. Like I can't, I don't know the ins and outs, but there's like um, standards that need to be met. Right? Yeah, I was about
0: to say like formulas that are like formulas, proven, right? right.
1: Exactly. It, like yeah. FDA approved, yeah. you know, shit like that. Um, that chemistry can help with like analytical chemistry. If you need to know alcohol, if you need to know how much alcohol is in something, analytical chemistry is the the method in which you would analyze your whatever alcohol you have to say like there is... alcohol content in this whatever liquor kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Um, Which is um, important. Well, yeah. Right. Cause yeah. And it's people's there's like people hire chemists to um, determine how much of something is in their product because they can like claim. I'm trying to think of something like, you know, when um, like, companies will advertise their, um, products and be like, we have like, we kill, Oh, like we kill 99%, 99 99.9% germs. It's like, they need to be able to say that and have the science to back it up kind of thing. And so that's, that's a big, um, like, um, uh, practical application of analog chem, but yeah. And that's the lab, the last lab that I'm in right now. No, oh, excuse me. The last chem class I have to take.
0: Is it bittersweet?
1: Yeah, it's very bittersweet. I'm really sad.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> before, also really before we move on to that, what mm-hmm. what has been your most interesting lab?
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: what is a lab as well? I, I feel like I know what it is mm-hmm. when you like kind of apply it, right?
1: But... Yeah, yeah. So um, the lecture portion is basically the part where the professor will stand in the front of the room and tell you, like, these are the things, like, these are the concepts. These are the things that can be done with the concepts. And then lab is where you actually go in and you're like, okay, let's, let's do it. Let's actually make these things, look at these things and test these things to see if they work kind of thing. And, um, yeah, so it's hands-on. And yeah, have tell have like your PPE, your personal protective equipment, <laughs> like a lab coat, goggles. goggles. Yeah, looking like a little nerd, you know, um, like closed toed shoes, like pants, no synthetic material. You have to have your hair up if you have long hair. And then
0: beakers and stuff.
1: Beakers. There's, and there's like, class. yeah,
0: Embracing Bad. They say <laughs> that. <laughs> and I can't believe you haven't yeah. seen Breaking Bad. Yeah. You'll okay. watch it eventually, yeah. though, hopefully.
1: Yes, I am a not major. Sure I've never
0: seen. <laughs>
1: don't tell anyone though. But um, it's cool. You
0: have the joy of seeing it anew. I wish I could see <laughs> it anew. You know.
1: No. Yeah. It's on. It's on the list. We will watch it this summer. Yeah. Um,
0: have you had a mo- like your most interesting lab? Mm, Where you're like, dude, this is badass. Like, I made this.
1: Or, honest. This lab, actually. This lab, really? Yeah. I think because the lab that I'm in now. We got to make a metal complex. Um, so ruthenium is a metal. On, I don't know. I was like going to look. <laughs> i like was gonna look on the wall like point out but there's no periodic table on the wall i don't know sorry that was because there's usually always a periodic table in the room around you but yeah um,
0: <laughs> sorry no, that was cool
1: <laughs> sorry but ruthenium is like a metal a metal on the periodic table and we um synthesized uh a metal complex so an interesting thing about metals is um they can create like they can create complexes um, with ligands. They can create multiple bonds with different um, different types of molecules. So when it's like metal, it's called ligands. So the metal can um, create bonds with multiple ligands. Um, so with the ruthenium complex, we were basically like, the ruthenium came already in a compound. Um, ruthenium chloride, I believe, uh, dehydrate. And so we had to take, so it was ruthenium with chlorides attached to it, which is another chemical um, element. Sorry. And we, in the lab, we basically like took off the chlorides to add a different ligand onto the ruthenium. So that way at the end, we had a totally different product. So we went from like ruthenium chloride to, I think um, when I had a dimethyl dipyridine, bipyridine was my ligand. So I added that with my lab partner onto the ruthenium, which was pretty, I don't know, just like, oh my God, we made it. Because then what you have to do is after you synthesize it, you want to make sure that you actually made what you were trying to make. So there are ways to uh, characterize it, to double check that that's what you got. So we did that too. And We use like electrochem to do that. And um, and what else, what else do we do to do that? Uh, Electrochem. We did DV, DPV, CV, and hmm, I can't remember. Oh, absorbance. We did absorbance, spectrums of the characterization, right? Wait, no, why I can't remember, oh my God. But, anyways, we did things to characterize it to make sure that's what we got, and so we have an idea of what our results should look like um, based on what we already know about what we're making. And so, when we get our results, we're like, "We we made it!" And I was like, "Oh my god, we made it!" Like we because if there's three ligands, what we were basically doing is like um, <clears throat> reducing the ligands, um, so. In electrochem, it's like redox reactions. You have like reductions and oxidations. So we were reducing each ligand um, to um, get like to get um like a chemical, uh, not a chemical, an electrical signal. Um, because electrons are basically we can they we can use basically like electricity. We can like measure like yeah. the electric mm-hmm. signals. Um, so if we had three ligands we can, um, reduce the three to see if we can get like three signals on whatever we're using to measure it. And we had three signals. So that means that we put three ligands onto ruthenium. And I was like, that's really cool. And it was like orange. And then we did like different experiments with it. And it was just like super cool. Cause it was like, we were doing experiments and, um, applying um different things to something that we made mm-hmm. that we produced. That's pretty sick. cool. Yeah. Are
0: there a lot of things you can synthesize?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure.
0: What are some things you can't synthesize?
1: Mm. Like
0: I'm assuming you can't make gold.
1: Yeah. Like <laughs> Yeah, like natural element. Well. Mm. So, oh, you
0: can't make natural elements? Mm. Please keep in mind, people, I don't I'm not a chemist, right?
1: Yeah, actually keep in mind, too, <laughs> cuz no, you can't make gold, but I think that people
0: That makes sense. Try Uh to yeah, yeah,
1: Yeah, but um, because
0: oh, the reason I said that mm -hmm. um, as ignorant ignorant as it sounded, people are making lab grown diamonds.
1: Oh yes, that's where the thought
0: popped in. Yeah, I think I meant to say that because that's actually happening. Yeah. Do you know anything about that? Like
1: yeah, 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 because. Natural diamonds, it's that's what it, it's just a bunch of pressure, right? In the earth, yeah. In the earth that um creates that. So you you can reproduce that pressure in a lab. Um, but you know like the difference between like synthetic diamonds? May or cause
0: I don't. I heard that um like chemically it's exactly the same mm-hmm. but i think when they they put it under a certain thing i forget like they were i, I was watching this video on uh-huh, it where uh-huh. they I, it might be thermo uh, imaging mm-hmm. that they put it under and the the real diamond is a different color and the other mm-hmm. one's like blue mm. is what i like saw
1: yeah um i think one of the biggest things is like uh when you synthetically make it it's too perfect
0: oh yeah dang. like
1: that's um what sets apart um, a natural diamond is like, it's, um, cause they are chemically the same, like, like whatever, but their structures, their structures are different. Interesting. Yeah. So that's why they're cheaper than, well, cause they're both real diamonds, but that's why they're cheap. Cause we just decided that it's worth more if it's imperfect and took like a really, really long time to be made than to be made with, Pressure, yeah, in a lab. I think
0: the reason it's even like that is because, um, like scarcity, right? Mm-hmm. The concept of right. scarcity, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Whoa! And what was I going to say? Isn't diamond mm-hmm. like a, one of the hardest things, or is it the hardest thing? Um, I mean, I'm not sure if that's true, but
1: I know it's yeah. It's
0: one of like the yeah. most like
1: like they to cut things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. I mean, I think I'm also under that impression. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Anything. We're
0: speculating, it's all good. Yeah, this, is,
1: this is speculation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so with chemistry in mind, mm-hmm. what do you want to do with that?
1: Um, well, I do want to go to med school. That's my goal. I want to be an obstetrician gynecologist. What is that? Um, that's like I
0: know a gynecologist, but mm-hmm. what's that first
1: part? Obstetrician is like prenatal care. So oh, like pregnancy. Yeah, yeah. Helping the mommies with the babies and um uh yeah, it's very specific. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Um yeah, that's what I want to do. And I think that I knew I had to come in as STEM. Well, I guess you don't have to come in as STEM to It be, helps, huh? It helps. <laughs> but um you don't have to be a STEM major to go to med school. But um I just wanted to be, um, I don't know, i just like chemistry. And also wanted to be kind of different.
0: Yeah, you explaining all that, I was like, oh my God, how yeah. does she like keep all these terms in her dome? Just, and like
1: well, yeah. the way
0: you're explaining it and mm-hmm. tying them and applying it. Yeah. That was very well spoken. Yeah.
1: I, I hope, well, I hope so. Like people are going to be like, she's dumb, but I don't know. Because also when I got to Upper Div, I was like, I, you you realize why you have to take Gen Chem and O Chem and go through all of that kind of Um. You do all of that stuff to have a foundation because then you're in these upper divs and there's these things that you already need to know um, to learn the new stuff that the professor isn't going to go back and teach you because you should already know it. So I was like, that's why you were learning that. Oh, like maybe I shouldn't have dissed it like, cause it's important. It's yeah. important. Like the basics are very important to know or to, try to understand like the difficult stuff which is still it's it's hard to understand like there's a lot of it i still i was just like i don't get it because it's just so convoluted like so specific and there's just so many things going on but yeah um so yeah and that's i think i lost my train of thought but yeah that's that's what i want to do
0: nice Mm -hmm. and right now you're going to (laughs) graduate right Mm -hmm. how's that feeling
1: it's feeling scary really yeah Mm -hmm. how so um well i just feel like i'm still sort of in a bubble like especially come here at santa barbara ucsb um it's a very unique experience here i feel like i think especially just like when i talk to other friends or go to other campuses i'm like oh we kind of have it really good like walk like IV is like a very singular experience, I feel like, that um is still sort of it we're in our own little bubble cha- like bubble like bubble here, kind of like an echo chamber. Um and I feel like now is like time to be like a real big girl. <laughs> but yeah. Um it's scary but also exciting because it's something new and I guess new things are always scary, right?
0: Yeah, and you said you're going to take some time before you go to medical school. Mm -hmm. Are there Mm -hmm. any schools or programs that you're looking into?
1: Um, Like, as far as...
0: Medical school? I have a buddy Mm -hmm. that's going to go to, like, for example, UCSD, I believe, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that he's looking into.
1: Yeah. um, I want to go somewhere... I'm from the Inland Empire, and so I want to go somewhere local. Um, I was thinking, like, I'm thinking UCR, UCI. Um, they have a
0: medical school? hmm Whoa.
1: I think uh, UCR is, I think is newer. Um, or like Loma Linda or even UCSD, I'm considering. Or maybe somewhere out of state because out of state loves minorities, but also <laughs> I don't know if I want to be a minority in out of state because that seems like. That seems like a tough experience. I don't know if I want to put myself in that, but- You
0: have to choose the right state, huh? Yeah,
1: <laughs> for real. But um, yeah, it's still, I really um, want to be somewhere near my community because that's eventually where I would like to practice um, so I can serve my community. Um, but yeah, that's that's in mine, but- not until I get there, I guess.
0: Yeah, and it seems like mm-hmm. your culture plays a big part mm-hmm. in your kind of career decisions. You're Mexican, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How would you say that applies to all this? You know how how mm-hmm. it makes you feel being in like STEM, being at UCSB. Yeah. Like, do you
1: have
0: mm-hmm. like a chip on your shoulder, like trying to prove and be? I don't know if like kind of be that person mm-hmm. for for other. You know, Mm -hmm. Latinos and Latinos and Latinas um, Mm -hmm. to see as a role model.
1: Yeah. Do you feel that way?
0: Me personally, no. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: Because I was born in the United States and my mom was a single mom. So I didn't see her all the time. Mm -hmm. And both of my brothers were gang members. So I was always with them. So Mm -hmm. I didn't really get the true, like, you know, Mexican experience. I I mean, that's definitely, you know, a Mexican experience. Mm -hmm. I know a (laughs) lot of people, right? Yeah. uh Uh-huh. But, like, I was never there. Like, my mom never socialized me in that vibe. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a really proud Mexican, right? Mm-hmm. And I love the community. And I want to help the community. Mm-hmm. But I also, like, I grew up, like, individualistic. Whereas, mm-hmm. like, Mexican culture is collectivist culture, right? right? Mm-hmm. And there's a big family. But my family was kind of, you know, like, broken, you know, for mm-hmm. it, for lack of better terms. Um, so I just kind of, like... Um, Adapted to mm-hmm. to individualistic culture where I just kind of focus on myself, but I still like carry that on my shoulder as well. So I guess I do, mm-hmm. but maybe in a different way. Yeah,
1: yeah, that's interesting because I definitely feel a collectivist. Um, I don't think mm, I don't think I have a well, maybe I do. Damn, because I think that's part of the reason why I want to be a doctor or be an obstetrician gynecologist, because um, one aspect of uh, like uh, sexual health or like feminine health that growing up I've seen, just like with my grandma, um, is uh, the importance of seeing someone that looks like you in these institutions that historically don't serve you. Um, so I guess just to be like a Latina doctor that I will, hmm, cause I feel like chip on the shoulder makes it sound like such a burden. Um, like it doesn't, if anything that like motivates me mm-hmm. because I, I want to be, I want to be like that someone, someone can be like, Oh, she looks like me. Like I can do that too. Cause when I started taking like Chicano studies classes and at UCSB I was like, oh, I was, it was like, I was like, Oh my God, I yeah. was like, Chicana's. I was like, they I was like, they're doing, they're like, they're doing the damn thing. Like, I was like, that's me. Like they're me. And it was super exciting. And representation, just, yeah. Representation is super important. And just I was just, it's definitely motivated me. And I think just to go back to um like collectivism and individualism. I definitely, I my family, my family's very big, and I grew up in a big family. And in where I live like a lot of my family lives there and um you know that saying like it takes a village yeah like I always say this but like it takes a village and I feel like that really applies to me because a lot of people played big roles in like raising me cuz my parents my parents raised me and my brothers but also my parents worked so a lot of people had to help them raise us um or not just people just didn't have to, they just did like helped us. Cause I also grew up in a church. And so, and it was like a small church. So the church was sort of like my, my city was my family. My family was my community. So my grandparents would like watch us, people from my church would watch us, people just, growing up, there was just always a lot of people around me that um supported me and taught me things and like, I feel like that plays a big role in why I'm here now too, because I don't, I know how privileged I am to have had that and to have that, because I know a lot of people don't. And I don't think I would be here if I didn't have the support of my family. And if I didn't know that I had them to fall back on. That makes sense, right? Yeah. Like yeah. if I didn't know, and because they're really important to me. and. They're always there with me, supporting me. And there's just a lot of people I know that are in my corner. Yeah. Which is always really nice. Do you have siblings? I do. Older or young? I have an older brother and a younger brother.
0: Yeah. Do you Um, have any family that went to college as well? Or are you the first?
1: Um... My dad went to college. He's a teacher. No way. Yeah. Where does he teach? He's a sixth grade teacher. Oh,
0: badass. So he has at least his bachelor's, right? Yeah, yeah. And his he, uh, teaching credentials? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. And he went back to school. I remember because I was like 12, I think. He went back to school to get his master's.
0: So he has a master's now?
1: Yeah. That's badass. Yeah. See,
0: that even plays a role because a yeah. lot of Latinos, um, like their parents, don't no, usually yeah. have bachelor's mm-hmm.
1: degrees. Yeah, yeah. And I know that too is... Um, because I'm, mm, I'm like a few generations here already. Oh um, dang! Like my they say you were huh? <laughs> low key <numbers. laughs> like my um like my dad's parents. I actually just had a conversation with my grandpa about this the other day. Like they didn't get to go to school, and I think that motivated my grandpa especially to put my dad and my Theas through college. Um, he actually um he shared with me it was really um. Uh, it was really powerful for me because he was saying how he feels like when you come onto this earth that you should leave it better than you found it. And my grandpa didn't get it. He didn't get to go to college, but I think he, it was something he always wanted. Um, It just never worked out for him. Like he had to work. He worked most of his life. Like he was they were migrant families. So, you know, like they would live and then summer would come, they would go to the work. They would go to the work. They would go in them um, to
0: like fields and stuff. Fields, yeah, and
1: field work and things like that. So that was his whole life. Um, until um just work, right? And so um he told me that he felt that he made the world a better place by putting his kids through college and having them get college degrees and i was like yeah that's super cool um
0: that is very powerful because this is like the second time i've like interacted with you and like just your energy you just Mm -hmm. have like such a bright energy and like your enthusiasm i'm Mm -hmm. like damn like (laughs) she's crazy
1: yeah thank you but um i was just like yeah and my mom's parents my mom is first gen but she never Went to college, but she went to like a trade school um, for what? For medical assisting.
0: Whoa!
1: Yeah. So yeah, and that that also kind of, I guess, um, I don't know. I guess I just always knew I was going to go to college. Once I knew that that was an option, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to go. Like, what else am I going to do? That's right. So it was cool. It was awesome that I was able to have that and be like, yeah, I'll. I'm gonna go like
0: yeah and you were saying you like even in high school you took AP chem
1: I did yeah well cause that's another privilege I have is I went to a really good high school nice. um that had those resources for me I there were a lot of AP classes I could choose from that I could take so I did take them and the school had re- resources that I know not a lot of schools have that I used and at to... that age
0: why why chem um cool.
1: Oh, because well, um, back to the AP Chem is uh when I was a sophomore, I was an honors Chem.
0: Damn, dude, as a sophomore! Oh my god. Well,
1: because <laughs> well, everyone takes chemistry like as a sophomore.
0: I don't think I. I think I took physics uh, in instead. my high school. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, chemistry or physics, physics yeah, right? Okay.
1: I never took physics in high school. Yeah, it yeah, did. yeah. So um, it was like. The honors and it was the AP chem teacher that was teaching the honors chem and he basically taught it like he taught his AP class. So I had him for honors chem and then my junior year I took AP chem. I had him again. And then my senior year, I had him for I TA'd for him. So I was like a lab assistant. Um and I think that one, it was just cool. I just like doing it. And two, I feel like He was a really cool teacher, actually. A lot of people didn't like him because his class was hard, but I really appreciate it now looking back because it was a big part of why I feel like I'm so successful in this major um, or I've been able to be so successful in this major. Um, But he, I feel like he taught me that in chemistry, you're you're not just learning skills that you can apply to chemistry, like you're learning... Different skills that can be applied to a lot of different aspects of your life that I have seen, kind of thing, where it's like, yeah. And because it's, I don't know, it's why everything is the way it is. Yeah, I was about to say, like, do
0: you look at anything? You're like, whoa, like, I know why that happened. Like, whether it be like you see some like gas like escape, or you see a certain, when you see like oil and water touch, you're like, oh, dang, like, I know why that's happening. Right.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which o- water and oil, it's because water is polar and oil is non polar and not, and they're not the same. They don't like to mix.
0: I love that you said it that way because a lot of people just say it's like that it's heavier or whatever. But I mean,
1: uh, that's, that's, well, yeah, that's also another thing is because um, I'm
0: sure it's true, but I just meant like I've never heard that term saying, like, mm, oh, it's polar mm, and non polar. Mm, mm, I'm just like <laughs> the common ones, like, oh, like they're just different densities? densities. Boom. Yeah. 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 That's,
1: that's, <laughs> no, yeah, that's because. That's it's always there's a lot of different reasons why something is that way. So, like oil and water. Well, I guess when they're in a cup, what goes to the top? I'm gonna guess oil. Oil is more dense, no? Yeah, oil, yeah. because
0: it, when there's oil spills, it goes to the top, right? It's on like the surface. Mm,
1: claro, um. see? You're you change your major right <laughs> now.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: but it's like a, it's a, oh my God. Yeah, because oil is more dense. Yeah. So, um, wait, no, so it's more dense. So it'll be on the bottom. That's why. Fuck. Ah.
0: It's all good. We're having fun. <laughs> yeah. <you> know, <laughs> but those...
1: that's why, that, that's like one reason why, because it's more dense. So it'll go down that and water sense. will go up. But the reason that they'll separate in the first place is because they don't want to like connect to each other. And kind of can they? No.
0: Like physically, they can. not yeah. So they it's... will, because I know like if you put, oil into it it'll be there for a little Mm -hmm, bit mm -hmm. and then it'll slowly go up
1: yeah there's there's too much repulsion like because um like polar i guess you could say if there's like a charge so you know Mm -hmm. like if something like when you spark something yeah i guess you can sort of think of it like that like it's got a positive or a negative charge like it has some type of energy that can attract or like Uh, what's like attract or what's the opposite of attract? Repel. Like that can attract or repel something. Um, But oil is non-polar. So, it's um, neutral. So, you can think of if like the spark was not sparked. It was just like off. So, there's nothing that, um, there's no forces that are attracting them to each other that's
0: crazy i also think about like you know uh hydrophobic things like you know how there's like material that is hydrophobic Mm -hmm. where like the water slips off and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that's crazy
1: yeah that's how that's actually how our cells work really sort of well like
0: floating in
1: yeah like um like hydrophobic and hydrophilic Mm. that's an aspect of the thing that makes up our cell membranes like the they're called phospholipids. Yeah, it's like a phospholipid bilayer. So there's a hydrophobic part and a hydrophilic part, um, and the hydrophilic part is the part that likes water, so it's faced out, and the hydrophobic part doesn't like water, so it's faced in.
0: Whoa is yeah. is there a theory where it explains like how our body knows hmm. and like different, not even just us, like just mm-hmm. other organisms, like how they all know, like their cells. Do what they do? Like, is there a theory behind (laughs) it or is that like kind of going into biology?
1: Yeah, that's like biochemistry. Um, That's like, it's not just one answer. I guess I could say there's a general motif of how things work where everything, because um, like your question was like how cells
0: how do they know what to do what they do right, you know right. and they have like mm-hmm. one mission right, right. like for they many do. things in your body right. it's just like alright this is my right. job dog so,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's like a biochemical uh, there's it's super involved but I guess I could just say like there's a lot of different things parts of a cell that do different things um, that follow a general like similar motif mm-hmm. so in essence, how it's happening is the same, but there are different, um, like things that separate them. So mm-hmm. um, you could say like the enzymes they use are different, or Interesting. like different um, reactants that they use or substrates that need to be used are different. Um, so there's like a there's a term. Mm. I should know the term. It's like signaling, like signaling pathways. That's mm. what it is. There's like different signaling pathways within our bodies. So,
0: do they communicate with each other? Is that a thing?
1: Yeah, like yeah, like <laughs> they. Um,
0: I feel like I've seen that in a documentary. But yeah. Like, does is that like they actually communicate?
1: Yeah, with um, I guess you'd say uh, oh, huh? there's also a term. I
0: think <laughs> so many terms.
1: I know it's like it's a it's a review. This is a review session. It's um, ligands. Yeah that like they can make to send out.
0: You're crazy, dude. You they usually just, like, look it. to the side and like you're all like analyzing the wall and you're I'm like, not. okay, I thought of the word.
1: You just have to think about it. Cause yeah, it's so it deep. Back. Cause I could, I don't even, I could also be saying some of this wrong cause it's yeah. just been a while since I've studied it. But disclaimer yeah. guys yes a disclaimer but and she's maybe very bright so she could yeah. be right <laughs> i could i just have to hit the books a little bit just to get so, <laughs> i can't get super specific but that's pretty rad, pretty rad much, that yeah. that
0: it's able to like communicate within your body and yeah like, you know have a specific job and stuff yeah. yeah and i
1: think that's why biochemistry was so interesting to me
0: that's insane because when you like, think about it
1: yeah because it was like i'm sitting there at that because everything we're talking about in biochemistry is happening in us right now like i don't just it's just it's incredible because it's like uh it's just like whoa crazy crazy blows your mind
0: it really does yeah (laughs) oh you said you like grew up in a church Mm -hmm. how was that (laughs) are you still religious uh (laughs) you phased
1: out um it's it was like growing up in a church um i feel like I think we talked about it too, like yeah. you, like your mom. It's just somewhere that your mom takes you,
0: especially when you're young. You're when just you're like, young. oh, like oh, cool. I'm going to church. This whatever. is just something you have. You to don't do. really know anything right. about the religion. itself. you're not yeah. really
1: conscious yeah. uh, or like thinking about it. But as I got older, um, I was just like, um, so it was always a part of how I was raised. Um, and I just remember, like, as I got older, I was like. Mm, I don't think I agree with this like things that especially like when I started actually learning about it or um just um in school and talking with different people who maybe weren't raised religiously I was like mmm, I don't think that this is something I agree with um especially more like controlling or oppressive beliefs that religion can hold um like when it comes to women and their roles in society in uh. relation to men um like beliefs just about like sexuality um and things that historically like when you actually think about it were used to control women um like for men to control women pretty much. And so I wouldn't say I'm like religious, like there's a, there's, I forget the two terms, but there's like, like religion is.
0: Spiritual. Yeah,
1: yeah. more spiritual, but like. Is I, that the way you really? Or yeah. just cause like the whole organized religion that's it's sketchy dog. that's yeah. sketchy like because that's super it's just like mm.
0: yeah like we were talking about cults earlier yeah
1: like it's super <laughs> it's a super thin line yeah like,
0: from like you know it,
1: especially like yeah because we the were talking about done and stuff yeah and yeah like just or just fundamentalism with any religion it's just mm-hmm. like ugh, like I don't know it gets to be very oppressive and it literally all the like all the things I've heard about it especially like when you're just talking about like Christianity, Mormonism or Catholicism it's just like men exerting control, um, through this tool or like, usually it's like the book, like the Bible or the book of Mormon through a tool, um, with a tool where they say like, it says this, and this is, this is right. So you have to listen to me kind of thing where it's like, mm, do I though kind of thing? So, but I would say I'm spiritual. Like, I, I think that there is, um, like energies or something higher than us. I don't really know what. Yeah, but.
0: you're wearing like a classic Mexican oh, pendant. Oh, yeah, that's right? my grandma's. Really? Yeah, so, yeah. what is that?
1: Um, It's, I think, the Virgin. Nice. Yeah. And I wore it because mm, i think it's pretty
0: <laughs> no that that's also <laughs> also yeah yeah and a lot of like i mean you feel it too like mm-hmm. I, I i know a lot of people that aren't religious mm-hmm. but yeah like if they feel like negative energy and they have yeah. like they get like a cross like mm-hmm. you know it goes yeah. away or like you yeah. know
1: because it's not oh because that's the thing too like 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 evil energy like i think that's okay and i, was, I don't want to sound crazy but i think that's real like negative things um,
0: people could be negative. Yeah. and just that energy harnesses and just like yeah because you could fe- you could feel it right yeah. and that's
1: why i'm like like i think that's the spirit like that's the spiritual like your soul is just like mm. yeah but me yeah. and my
0: friend were talking about it uh-huh. she like does some healing mm. stuff in mm-hmm. here as well mm-hmm. and she was talking about that and she was explaining like she was seeing my aura i'm like oh my god <laughs> yeah
1: You have a really nice aura, though. Oh, thank you. You too. Very bright. Period. (laughs) Period. But yeah, um, I think that um, it's like, oh, I was going to say something where it's like, I don't really believe in the whole organizing, but I guess it's just this also like is kind of like for the spirit. Like, it just feels good. Yeah, for
0: sure. Yeah. I think like
1: there are like good spirits that can help with I don't even know.
0: culturally i mm-hmm. feel like it's significant mm-hmm. it's culturally significant historically yeah, because yeah. it belonged to your grandmother or yeah. she gave it to you or, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it, it goes beyond that like that's yeah. when you you know how like people get something that maybe they were oppressed by and like mm-hmm. they take it back right kind of that vibe and give it their own meaning yeah. and, and put power into it as opposed to like you know yeah. it being an oppressive force
1: exactly yeah. i agree with you yeah, yeah but like, yeah. that's yeah but I think now is like, I go home and I'm like, my mom really wants me to go to church. And I'm like, Ugh.
0: Yeah. It's strange when you haven't gone in a while, and you're just like you were never really yeah. in it, and yeah. you never really understood. And now that you're out in the world, you're just like, damn, like I've seen too much shit to be religious yeah. right now. You I know, I think
1: it's also hard because, like I said, my church is my family. Yeah. So sometimes I have to go because, mm, or not, sense. I don't have to go, but I want to go because I want to see these people and say like, hey, like, how's it going? Like, I haven't they haven't seen me in forever because I've been here. Um, but I just like have to sit there, and I don't always agree with what what they say or what we're saying do
0: they speak spanish mostly in the church or is it english
1: um it's like our church has like a spanish service and mm-hmm. english service mm-hmm. um but i guess we could talk
0: the one that you go to
1: we go to the english service mm-hmm. but um i guess it's like uh the the older people know spanish mm-hmm. like i know um mm, i wasn't raised speaking spanish so do you speak spanish yeah but not very well I have really? like I would say like You have, could
0: afford me The way you said your name I was like oh <laughs> damn Well
1: cause I Like my, gran- my grandparents And my mom speak Spanish But that's another aspect of like um, Which is another reason Why I really like Chicano studies classes Just like to kind of Go into that um, We talk a lot about like Discrimination against Mexican Americans And That's how I saw myself In these classes Cause my grandpa Talked about like his first language was Spanish. Um, and him going into these American schools and not understanding anything and just being like in the dark, um, he did not want his kids to be that way. So he didn't teach very my dad. common, huh? Yeah, yeah, very common. He didn't teach my dad or my thea Spanish. Oh
0: my goodness. People get bullied though. So it's like, it's understandable. It's yeah. either you assimilated or you were seen as different. Exactly.
1: My And my grandpa just didn't want my, dad and my theas to have any trouble like they didn't have any issues like he had um trying to like find his way here um which
0: is crazy because it's actually the opposite if you know spanish and english or multiple languages Mm -hmm. it's actually better for your mind right and
1: they all they always note that they're like it wasn't it wasn't like it used to it wasn't wait it didn't used to be like this they always say they're like you like they never taught spanish in school like that wasn't a thing Mm -hmm. um so it has definitely changed um but and then my mom she her her first language was Spanish um but I think it just I don't know we just I think because my dad didn't really mm-hmm. have a good grasp on it um we didn't really get it, but I grew up around Spanish, so I know more Spanish than your average person yeah. and and my accent's not horrible. No, but. Dude, it's
0: nice. Yeah, so, I'm mid at best. Like, uh-huh. I could I could read it. It's fun to read. Yeah, it's, like, like super easy. Yeah, I can read and write. Yeah, 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 I can't write. Mm-hmm. I can't write. Mm-hmm. I, well, like, easy word. Like, hola, como estas? Like, all these, mm-hmm. like, little things. But I can't get, mm-hmm. get fancy with it. And yeah. I just did a translation, too. I had help from my mom that mm-hmm. I had to do.
1: But. Yeah. But, yeah, so... What was what was yeah. we were talking
0: about the church and stuff and then we talked about Spanish oh, and Chicano yeah. Studies. How do yeah. you like the Chicano Studies class that we're in, which yeah. is uh inequality in education, yeah. I believe?
1: Chicano Studies one three three, plug, let's go. Damn,
0: hell yeah, <laughs> take that class. That that take professor's it. dope. Yeah. I'm can... having her next week. Oh, I got yeah, her. I know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you go to UCSB, Chicano Studies one three three, take it. But um, I love it. It's awesome just to be in that space and Learning about pedagogy has been super, I just like, I don't know, like you're like, damn, like this is for real. Just when you unpack the institution and I don't know the systems and how it just, it's so very obvious how disproportionately like people of color are affected
0: dude and then like people if you say something it's like oh you guys are whining and then you like look at the facts you're like yeah. dog like, it was like, pretty bad you there's know?
1: something like there's <laughs> something wrong yeah. there should be no and just I don't know just the intricacies of it and just to read like the theory like Reading Paolo Freire and… Uh, and like Hux. problem
0: posing versus the banking yeah, method. Like the first three articles were insane. Yeah. With, the, with like the uh, segregation in Oxnard in 1934. Yeah.
1: Like how these things… Like it happened. Yeah. It's like That's not, not even that long. Even that's a less long than 100 years. And that's
0: like 40 minutes down. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's just like… I don't know. Really interesting. And I think um, affirming… Almost just to be in these classes and be like, like these experiences are valid, and just in. I remember we watched that documentary about the school in um, Tucson. It was a Tucson, right mm-hmm. in Arizona. I believe, where they yeah, definitely the, Arizona. Yeah, where they had the the Rasa studies.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Wait, right? Yeah, yeah. And just, um, they were trying to get rid of it, right? But they were showing the documentary showed like what was happening in the classroom. I was like, that's so powerful. The things they were teaching them just how a big part of it is just to instill pride in students, to to make them realize that they are capable and they can do it despite what people may tell them just based on like who they are, like where they come from. And I was just like, just, I was talking to my friend and I was like, just imagine how much different I feel like I would have been if someone had told me that, like when I was a student. And I don't know. Just, and I think
0: they banned it. I'm pretty sure, or or at a, I don't know if it's still banned, uh-huh. but it, it was called the HB something. Yeah, Here, I'll, I'll pull it up real quick. Mm-hmm. But um,
1: I see. I think they at first did succeed, but then I think it went to um to like, the
0: Supreme Court or like yeah. the the Supreme yeah. Court.
1: And then they were like, mm, no, that's discriminatory. You can't do that. <laughs> He, yeah
0: can't find it but anyways yeah no in, in the article that we read it was like only a few pages it said that like any like classroom or in the school district that is teaching something like to protest the government or mm-hmm. have um anti-government like teachings in it yeah. and i was like dog, what the heck they're just like and showing never them even been yeah. in the
1: class school like oh my yeah. god please like it's just it comes from such a place of ignorance it's incredible yeah. um people's unwillingness to I don't know, just to learn
0: yeah and i feel like the other side not that there's even sides like mm-hmm. i feel like maybe if you're not experiencing this it just seems like i don't want to say whining but like people think that oh like it happened a long time ago it's not mm-hmm. happening it's because mm-hmm. like they don't really live in this reality yeah, you know exactly. and i would never want to be like separate from anyone like you know we're all one at the end of the day mm-hmm. so it's like more like support thing but you know the acknowledgement of the reality is yeah. the thing that sucks. I'm like, mm-hmm. dog, like it actually does happen, you yeah. know, it's still to this day.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's really easy to say there is no problem if the problem doesn't affect you. I yeah. think that's part of that's part of the problem. <laughs> that's part of the problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but
0: what you're doing, like you like being a role model, because we were learning mm-hmm. the statistics that like like the there's the linear Trajectory for like Latinos Mm -hmm. and Latinas, Mm -hmm. whereas African Americans and um, like white people, white Americans are going up Mm -hmm. for people represented in these fields. Whereas, like, again, the Latino, Latina, it's like stagnant, it's not moving, it's not going up, Mm -hmm. you know? So,
1: no, just those, all those two, as I was like, oh, just the difference from a high school diploma to a bachelor's degree, I was like, whoa, damn, like it's still really low. Yeah. But we're doing it. We're We're doing it. it. I know. (laughs) Hell yeah. He's
0: got it. Damn. Uh That's mind blowing. I have one whole year. So, but it's cool. I'm gonna knock out a bunch of interviews. So that's gonna be cool. Yeah. Yeah. Do it. I will. So you were also very passionate, it seemed like about sex education. Mm -hmm. Why?
1: Um, because I think one big thing is just for me growing up, like we talked about it, like my parents never talked to me about sex or anything. Like I didn't know that. I had two holes in my vulva for the longest time. Like just basic anatomy stuff. I didn't (laughs) know that. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Like just like you have like your your urethra and your vagina. Like they're two separate holes. Holy shit. Um, Okay,
0: I knew that. I knew that. Yeah, But just like
1: basic anatomy things about my body that I didn't know for the longest time. Um, I think and just seeing how cause we taught our sex, our sex education is like not good. It's not inclusive. It's not comprehensive. Um, and it's just the abstinence only shit. Like we know it doesn't work. There's literally studies that say it doesn't work. Like it doesn't do anything. It just, if anything makes things worse. Um, but, um, I've seen the consequences of like, um, not educating people. I, for me, I, I have like a big belief that education is a big part of, um, fully realizing yourself and being able to, um, make educated decisions and like fight back against things that aren't right. Um, and if you're not educated about it, that's when you can, um, not make the good decisions. Like if, you don't know that you should always use a condom. Like if you don't know the birth control options you have out there. And I think, I just think it's very empowering um, to know, just to know, just to know the things and know all the information and be able to talk about it. Um, it's super important um, for autonomy and yeah. And we don't do that. Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. And I think it should be re reintroduced. Um mm. At other levels, because I, I think I either had health freshman year, mm-hmm. but as a freshman, dude, I was like I was like fucking round. I'd be like, oh, it's like a penis, oh like <laughs> oh like, yeah, it's a pussy, whatever yeah. or vagina. Uh-huh. And then um but you're like you're not really taking it in. I wish they did it then to like mm-hmm. teach you. And then another required like either senior or like at least in college, because they don't require health in college either.
1: No, they don't, but I think it should be like a lifelong thing. Like there I think there is adequate sex education for every level that you're at, um because I think that's another misconception is human sexuality and sexual health is not just about sex like it's not just about like
0: like penetration it's not shit, just yeah. about
1: like having sex, like birth control and different it's about like communication, it's about identity, it's about relationships it's about like loving yourself knowing yourself you know what i mean
0: yes i was thinking about that thing earlier (laughs) you're like oh you should try that thing
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's you know what i mean it's just about like it's there's just so many misconceptions and just when our society is so sex negative there's no room to like explore the other aspects of human sexuality and sexual health Dude,
0: and it gets worse like in other states i, mm. I have a friend that's from tennessee
1: oh yeah and it's even crazier
0: over there if you yeah. think like it's like here like you actually get taught like over there's like no sex no sex yeah. no sex like pushing it,
1: abstinence only yeah, they're abstinence like only. no just then yeah. you're gonna go to hell yeah. like what are you kidding me yeah. it's just like and it's just i don't know but i the longer i think about it the more i'm just like it's ridiculous it's, it's we're not saying like go like go have sex that's yeah. not what it it's is it's like being
0: informed you know being
1: there's there's but at the same time you have you, i think like there are certain people who don't want people to have information because if you have information you have power right yeah. and it's another way i think just in some ways to exert control um which is like frustrating but yeah but i, I couldn't imagine Just I'm so glad I'm in California. (laughs) Yeah. Imagine being in Tennessee. (laughs) That'd be crazy.
0: And it's still like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wonder if they're gonna pass anything. Yeah. yeah. And things
1: like um like reproductive justice, like just Yeah. I was gonna I was gonna ask you about
0: what are your thoughts on that?
1: Um, I think that we should be able to make decisions about our own bodies. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's totally fine if you think that I shouldn't have an abortion, but You shouldn't be able to, again, exert that control on me. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I was about to ask, like, what if someone's like, oh, but, like, you're killing a baby? Mm -hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. I think that we all have different ideas about that, yes. But the times when you terminate a pregnancy, um, the fetus isn't viable. Like, if I gave birth to the fetus, it would die anyways. Um, there's just, unless there were things to keep it alive, like it can't stay alive on its own. And, um, I think that, um, oh, what was my thought? I just think that you need to be able to have that choice because you can outlaw it all you want, but people are still going to find a way to get abortions. And if... I really agree with the argument where if you make it illegal, you just make um, like you get rid of safe abortions. Now you have abortions where people will die because they were trying to get rid of something that they couldn't get from a licensed professional because it's illegal kind of thing. You know what I mean? Um, So yeah, like, I don't know. I just don't think that we, the whole point, of our country was to be able to believe what we want to believe, right? But we should be able to do that without impeding on other people's beliefs kind of thing. And again, we can bring religion back into it because most of the people who are pro-life are pro-life because their God says that abortion is illegal. And it's like, that's your God. Okay. But that's not everyone else's God kind of thing. And, um, I think that secularism is kind of important where we should have a separation between church and state. Um, and they, we don't because they're like, my God says that if you get an abortion, you will go to hell. So you can't get an abortion. Like what? like You know what I mean? Dude,
0: like, were you there on campus where they had that big ass like billboard I with the little dead fetus? That was crazy.
1: <laughs> like, it's just so unnecessary.
0: I'm sure okay. I'll end up having a sit down with someone that is against abortion just because I want to mm-hmm. understand. Like, that's the whole point of this podcast to understand. Yeah. I try mm-hmm. to, like, leave my opinion out of it because, it's like, mm-hmm. also, I'm not a woman. So, like, mm-hmm. not that it doesn't affect me. Like, you know what I'm saying? I yeah. just, like, it's it's I want to understand. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And that's the other thing. The majority of the people, men, I don't. The majority of the people yeah, the, making these decisions. There, the,
0: it was, like, mostly men. I was like, oh, like, shit.
1: Oh, so you carry the baby to full term. That's like your job. So like, I don't even know, like what the, uh, it's just like, it's so frustrating. Cause you're just like, you don't even have a uterus bro. Like sit down. You don't even, you can't even come close to understanding like what, what we had to go through having a vulva kind of thing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And just the, the, the amount of opportunity that's taken from us if we're pregnant and we don't mean to be, you know what I mean? that i don't know it's just like bro like if if you don't know what you're like you don't know what you're talking about you shouldn't talk about it because i agree you know what i mean yeah yeah
0: i think they should like i think just in general guys should stay out of it and it's a lot of like guy politicians that are and like the supreme court a lot of Mm -hmm. the guys were making the decisions you know no
1: it's like and if you're not gonna stay out of it you need to talk to people who have actual authority on the things like lift their voices up like i don't care what you have to say you don't have a vulva you know what i mean like you don't know me like you don't know what i go through kind of thing and you're trying to make decisions about my body that you like it's just it's whatever it's 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 really upsetting but (laughs) yeah um yeah but crazy crazy
0: so we're at one hour and 10 minutes. Is there anything else you want to go over or do you feel mm. good or I don't want to like take too much of your time. I did say like an hour, 45 <laughs> minutes. So
1: that's fine. Um, I don't think so. Do you have anything else?
0: I don't think so, dude. I learned a lot from you and just like having your energy and your brightness mm. and like your fucking crazy terminology <laughs> and your perspective was really interesting. You know, I
1: hope so. No, yeah, really. Like I, you'll hear
0: this back and you'll be like, damn.
1: Nah, nah, please, (laughs) please.
0: Hell yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining Mm -hmm. me on the You See What I Mean podcast. You
1: see what I mean. Let's Let's go. go.
0: (laughs) Thank you.